Dente Rigamotus. I'm Review Cultist, and tonight we have a very special episode. One of SCPs and waifus. <laughs> and tonight with me on this journey is a special guest. Hey, I'm Greg. I'm from uh, Anime Daydream and other things, stuff, podcasts where we talk about fake animes. Yeah, and the wrong clocks. Yeah, yeah, I, I ran a lot, a, lot, a lot of games, which, which are a subsidiary of Drunk and Ugly, I guess, but... Yeah, and you've got, like, a, an RPG going as well. Yeah, yeah, like, various writings. Um. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, uh, it's not exact. we're not exactly doing creepypastas today. We're, uh, we are doing SCPs, so that kind of counts. Yeah, um, well, it's a lot of half ones. Also, I was curious to see how, how raspy we're going this episode with the, well, hello? Yeah, no, I know, I, like, practiced the other day, and I was like, oh, hello, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's always different, it's always just to see how deep you go with it, because I've been listening to you guys for yearish now, I guess, maybe two? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, yeah. but you always have differently, like, well, hello, and it's like, well, hello, yeah. like, how British and how snake man you go. <laughs> it, it really depends on, on my mood of the day, like, mm-hmm. how enthusiastic I feel like doing it. <laughs> It's like Ross Payton from RPPR and his announcer voice. <laughs> um, but enough about talking about... Yeah, references on podcasts. podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> references well, like... other podcasts. References, um, get it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're doing SCP-1472. Um, and then I guess by um, just osmosis, we're also doing SCP-1093. And then we're doing one something that uh, Greg brought uh, brought to my attention: nightmare waifu. Uh, I guess we'll get we'll save the we'll save that one for the last bit of this. We'll do we'll do the SCP it, it's first. Not, it's not as bad as you think. <laughs> no, it isn't. Like it's yeah, it's um, it's a term, but it's not as bad as you think. <laughs> yeah, which I can dip into a little bit. I think, but. I would actually Very like briefly. you to yeah. describe that, but... Yeah, it's a term that's been used before. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, um, starting off with SCP-1472, um, it is basically a, a, a derelict strip joint, um, from, uh, like, the 70s that was created, and around 2000 and, uh, I think it was 2001 or something like that, is when the anomaly itself started happening uh, within it. Basically, it's an empty... During the day, for most of the week, it's an empty, um, abandoned strip club. And on Saturdays at 2 o'clock till 3.30, it opens up miraculously. Just a man comes out, puts up the signs, and lets people in for uh, uh, an amount of money that is redacted. Less than a hundred, um, though we get that much because that's yes. all they have. Yeah. Yes, that's we are. Yeah, we are through the D through the uh, adventures of the D class as they venture into it. <laughs> we do learn that they that it's at least uh, under uh, well under a hundred dollars. So, um, which I don't. I've never been, so <laughs> that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, I, I I've been to like clubs, not like uh, not strip clubs per se, but I've been to like uh, like bars that ask for a cover price, and it's usually about like five ten dollars. 
maybe 15. So, um, but yeah, and so there's some safety precautions for this one, like a three meter tall chain link uh, privacy fence with construction signs to make it kind of inconspicuous. Uh, also, Mobile Task Force Iota 6, um, <laughs> are t- uh, or a.k.a. the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> uh, legitimately, that's apparently their nickname is Hard Knocks, so... Yeah, yeah. That was funny. Um, I feel like they have a story here somewhere. I should dig yeah, hard I, enough I, to find I, it. I, I'm gonna, I mean, we're going to have to look at that, because <laughs> I feel like they should have... Like, Also, we'll get into it later with uh, in my notes, but like, I feel like having a whole mobile task force surrounding this place at all times is just maybe a little bit overkill. Like, within a four-block radius? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it says that this guy's homeless, stuff like that, but still, yeah. Yeah. It's not um, terribly dangerous, especially because it doesn't exist yeah, 90% most, yeah, of the week. Like, yeah. yeah, like, why not have, like, the people there, like, I guess maybe they're afraid that, like, it'll suddenly change its pattern, but I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. so they have these, like, yeah, it's cordoned off. There's um, people around, basically covering a four-block radius around it, and... Uh, then, yeah, it's basically what happens at two o'clock is this uh, large man comes out of the uh, comes out of the door, puts up some neon signs saying "exotic girls" or equivalent, and uh, that's basically. And then, like, uh, we basically go into the uh, test log of the uh, three D-class test subjects that go into the building to check it out. And the uh, schedule for that night is uh, well at two to ten, two to two ten. There's admittance. Uh, then after that, it's the uh, okay. Kunbish, I want to say. Kunbi- yeah, Kunbish sisters. Um, then Put that umlaut on it. Yeah. Then Helen Keller. Uh, <laughs> then the fantastic Zippy and Trainer. Uh, followed by Teeth and Claw Marks. Not the word, just literally. In in brackets, teeth and claw marks. (laughs) Uh, Then an intermission, of course. And we follow that up with erotic underscore performance dot exe. The Council of Libidinous Elders? Yeah. Um, Serial number 223244-09-P. And then in quotes... There apparently are some indecipherable cuneiform script, and then the show is in. Uh, the show's over. So the D class goes in, pays up, pays the cover fee, goes in, and basically go through each um, exit or each uh, basically watch each show uh, until I think about the um, teeth and claw marks, which we do find out are velociraptors in maid outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the kicker for everybody. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's not the one that ends one of their characters. Sorry. Um, no, no, that's not where they die or anything. It's just no, no. That's they, the one where people go like, "Oh, <laughs> they're in, they're intimidated into giving them the rest of their money, at least uh, two of them, and then the show's yeah. over, and then they split the rest." De- definitely um, notes on that, but yeah, Fantastic Zippy is where they kind of okay, things are wrong now. Yeah. <laughs> Things were weird. Now they're wrong, and then right, yeah. Because I guess we should actually describe which ones. Which In one brief, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, the so the show opens, and it's the Kunbish uh, sisters, and it's just two naked women sitting on a wooden log, and they just start uh, throat singing while massaging each other. Um, when given kinda, money, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, sing faster. Just, 
yeah, kind of just odd. Yeah, and they, yeah, they sing faster when they start getting money. Uh, and then they, they sing faster, and then the curtain closes. So then we get Helen Keller, which is a woman who has a very similar, or who has the same physical appearance as Helen Keller in her mid-twenties. Um, and again, she just uh, starts undressing, and then she starts reciting poetry when they start giving her some money, and then the show ends. Yeah, she stops her act entirely, <laughs> recites yeah. the poetry, which I like to imagine the music is still going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like out of sync, so it like stops like three seconds too early when she's still going. Well, she goes to get the money, yeah. Um, and then we have Fantastic Zippy and Trainer, which is definitely the like sign of something oh, to be fucked up. Oh, here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's an orangutan sitting on a metal stool next to a headless nude woman who's still alive and also ex- um, exhibiting advanced necrotizing fasciitis, which... I'm not exactly sure what that is. I assume Did, rot, like... I, I, yeah, I figured it's some kind of, like, um, gangrenous kind of thing. Um, I mean, so I regret Googling this, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really want to Google it. <laughs> uh, it's a joint thing, actually. Oh, okay. It's a common cause of heel pain? <laughs> yeah, it's something with tissue? Ligaments? Oh, okay. hmm. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that makes maybe makes her... Um, what thing? So is, there, is, is there a physical like uh, like appearance to it? Like it's not some lot of X-ray stuff from what I'm seeing. So I hmm. All right, now I'm gonna risk ne- necrotizing is related. Uh... images is gonna suck. Inflammation oh, of God. the tissue. What oh, really? Oh boy! I'm finding <laughs> medical pictures like like I mean, I mean, you, pictures. <laughs> I just looked up necrotizing fasciitis, and there's photos of these. Okay. Horrible, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just blo- yeah. It's it's not pleasant. Um, oh, is that a baby? Oh no, it's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anyway, yeah. So the the performance part is that she. Mm-hmm. Um, she dances and strips, I believe. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. The orangutan gives vocal commands and directs the woman, and she performs a pole dance routine. And then once they give her uh, uh, D three four three two or just one of the D subjects, they don't really have. They don't need names. Or yeah, numbers. The, the, they're they're all, the D's are all uh, like like death row prisoners and like lab yeah, experiment people, all right? Yeah, they're basically expendable subhuman subjects. Yeah. yeah, like they're they're people Politically that are, won't be missed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, D three four three two deposits five dollars on the floor. And the woman then responds by pushing the $5 bill directly into her trachea, so basically down her throat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Iraq Tang orders the woman back to the stage, and the curtain closes. So that was weird. <laughs> yeah, that's when we're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> and then we get to the Velociraptors in made outfits, mm-hmm. which basically they don't they do do a whole lot. They, they're in Japanese made outfits, so, or made cosplay, so it's... Even a little bit more unsettling. Which even then I think um, is French made, but still. Yeah, it, basically, yeah. Um, and apparently it's ta- they're tailored fitted for them. So, mm-hmm. um, and they basically just uh, like strong arm the uh, two of the D uh, D yeah D cell I want to call them. Um, yeah, they menace them until menace they throw them, money at them. Yeah. They don't. I was I was totally expecting them to just get mauled. <laughs> at least somebody to get mauled here. But, I, uh, no. My thought was like when they gave them money, then they mauled them. Like this was what you want, kind of stuff. Like, aren't you into divorce? We can maul you. Oh, oh he's getting money. He likes it. <laughs> oh God. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, they just kind of get take their money um, from the first two, and then um, they go back on stage, and that's it. And then uh, they the D cell group uh, splits the money of the third person. Uh, then we're in an intermission where there's no events or anything like that. Uh, and then we get to erotic underscore performance dot exe, <laughs> which is a gateway two thousand computer and monitor running uh, Fenestra ninety eight operating system. Uh, the display boot boots up and uh, opens up a program on the desktop. Uh, what is it? Rapidly reciting a multitude of different equations. equations. Um, and a three, uh, 3D graphic representation for about 20 seconds. And then at the end of the program, the monitor displays the word insert. And then they, uh, they basically feed $5 bills to the floppy disk or the floppy driver. Um, and the show's over. So just kind of, I don't know. That one's, that's odd. It's in a tone that I'm going to tap into, I think, but, uh, yeah, I have, I have, I have a tone that for like the next three, like, in, like including this one. But so then we go on to uh, the Council of Libidin, Libidinous Elders, uh, which are translucent gelatinous masses hovering above the uh, stage, with um, and they're transmitting uh, some kind of telepathic wave toward the D cell class, uh, the D cell or D class. That's what they're called, uh, the D class subjects, uh, which gives them migraines, acute tini- uh, tinnitus and projected thoughts of intense physical sensation. Uh, and then the show's over, basically, after a while. They don't give bother you... Then it's not even after they give the money. They don't bother giving mm-hmm. them anything. Um, not conscious enough, to, I would assume. Yeah, or, like, how would they even receive it? Like, yeah, because brain-fuckled. And... Exactly. Um, series number 223244-09-P uh, is... Yeah, this oh, one. Right. Okay, mechanical human legs running in place. Um, the apparatus continues to do this uh, while the um, oh yeah the, uh, the the pudgy large man from uh, earlier is uh, basically it seems to be the maestro of all this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is SCP fourteen seventy two dash one because SCPs like to have basically just use like one and two and three. Yeah, uh, something lives inside of it, or is a part of it, or they, if it creates something. Yeah, exactly. They they basically make an extension of the original SCP unit. Um, yeah, it's gener- uh, It's putting uh, some kind of uh, fluid into the uh, generator that's powering this these legs. Uh, apparently, it's raw ambergris, which I think I know what it is. Ambergris, but... yeah, or ambergris, depending who you ask. Oh, yeah, okay, it's, so it's whale guts, the perfume stuff. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Whale oil. Yeah. Um, and then, so after about 15 minutes, uh, the they give the about $5 on the stage. The apparatus then begins to do a traditional Irish step dancing routine, to which uh, 1472-1 proceeds to put plastic trays filled with unknown species of beetles underneath the apparatus, crushing them, and then just basically starts like replacing them with refilled ver- uh, refilled trays. And mm. the aroma produced uh, by the performance is apparently both uh, overly pungent to the point of nausea. Uh, and then the curtain closes. Then we get to indice- indecipherable cuneiform script that was on the uh, uh, agenda, I guess. Uh, and it is ni- uh, 
revealed to be SCP-1093. Uh, so, should we go into 1093's description now? I think briefly, yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, it's a Caucasian male um, with no real, like, kind of, any like, no real, like, rant, weird descriptors, except for the fact that its head has been replaced by uh, an unknown source of light. And radiation. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and it's highly radioactive. Although, apparently, this version of it is not um, not super radioactive. I think it was. Didn't it, it say, like, it, they it, had... It was lower radiation, so they did still have to, like, uh, deal with some radio- radiation sickness or radiation <clears> poisoning, <throat> but it wasn't nearly, like, lethal enough, like the original uh, 1093. Um, and so, yeah, apparently, after a brief altercation, uh, when it comes off the stage with, a, with an ornate stone blade... It knocks out one of the uh, D-class subjects, brings them on stage, um, and then proceeds to uh, perform a ritual of human sacrifice. <laughs> While the uh, bouncer tells them to touch the girls. And <laughs> yeah, tells the other guys who are trying who want to try and stop it uh, from no touching the dancers. <laughs> uh, yeah, proceeds to remove all the major organs from the uh, D-class character, uh, D-class subject. Um, and then kicking them off the stage, and then that basically lasts till the remainder of the show. Um, and then at 3.32, the, uh, or 1472-1 is observed standing outside smoking a large cigar as the surviving D-class test subjects stagger out and <laughs> are apprehended by, um, by the proper SCP authorities <laughs> and basically debriefed. Yeah, and Bouncer shut close down, and they yeah. never find the body of number three. So. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically the uh, the full rundown for SCP-1472. Um, did you want to go into your, uh, your thoughts first, or...? I guess so. Uh, I, I don't have a ton, but they are uh, pointed ones. Um, this is, like, one of the really early ones I found when I learned what SCP was. Um and I, I, I went to go whole marathon on them. I went down the main list that was like their number and their like three word title, yeah. and definitely like the interdimensional strip club and the Baba Yaga stood out. Like to this day, I'm like, oh yeah, that's an SCP. Like this is what they're like. Yeah, um, I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've heard of Baba Yaga. I, mine were this one. Uh, oh, not this one. Um, the um, uh, the statue that snaps your neck when you don't look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Um, but also this one that's like, if you see, if you have any, like, if you ever see this thing, even on, in a photographs, this thing instantly knows where you are and just stops at nothing to hunt, to take you down. <laughs> like, it's pretty like weird, but yeah, like this one, I don't know. This one feels kind of like a, a, a like partial jokey one or like just a weird, less creepy one. <laughs> I feel, uh, was David Lynch who did the, um... I was yeah. David Lynch did Twin Peaks. And, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, the ones where like um, a midget holds a flaming card at you in a strip club and talks backwards. Like, see, yeah, I had the, yeah. I at least for a couple of them, I, that was my like the vibe I was getting. Mm-hmm. Number uh, one in I, particular, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, Nick Lee's doodling on a log. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he, like it basically. This this one's very like it, it has like if it isn't, it's just kind of like really interestingly coincidental that this is uh, like like this because it feels like it's uh, was inspired by David Lynch mm-hmm. or like some of his weird like just mind uh, like just mind fuckled uh, movies 
Uh, let's see. Uh, one thing I also picked up while you were uh, doing the rundown was that everyone had about five minutes, maybe ten of their acts. Um, yeah. But number 223, etc. had like 45, I think? Did it, uh, 15, like... 15, 20, yeah, only a half hour, 35. Um, she had just like, like triple everybody else for some reason. Longer than the human sacrifice. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just which, which, to be fair, she was probably my favorite. Like, I would watch Little Robot Dancy Legs doing an Irish step, Irish step dance. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no, I'd pay five bucks for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 245 to 320. Jesus. Yeah. Like, I guess it is a little bit the, one of the more involved, like, next to the um, the human sacrifice. Yeah, it does stomp, stomp stink beetles in front of you, so. Yeah. I don't know, like, but that's that's the other point too of like, particularly with the raptor maids, which everyone's like, whatever remembers about it. From my understanding, um, it's like a other dimensional thing. Like saw humans, and it was like, okay, this is what they like, and it, it kind of missed me. the point. <laughs> it saw furries online. It was like, okay, sure. <laughs> It, it kind of reminds me of like um, now that I think about it, uh, Rick and Morty's uh, that interdimensional television, or like the yeah was kind of but like yeah, oh, but in like a stage for version. It's a police drama where we all evolved from corn. <laughs> like just that kind of like silly, or like uh, even a couple of them, um, mm-hmm. like basically the 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 uh, the computer down uh, until we got to uh, uh, what is it called the. Uh, the SCP, um, yeah, the sacrifice, the yeah. yeah, the sacrifice one, kind of reminded me of like a Futurama, like something I'd see in Futurama, even, like, I don't know, between like the robot hell and stuff. I almost feel like there was like just a pair of robot legs at some point in that, but in Futurama, yeah. Like I'm just thinking because you've been there several robot strip clubs in that series. Yeah, no, like, that's exactly kind of what it reminded me of, is, like, one of the alien strip clubs or, like, robot strip clubs. Or, like, I could see this being, like, these being the acts in, like, a Futurama episode where they go mm-hmm. to a strip club. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and just one last thing I've no, uh not my thought, but I remember reading, like, very early on, I want to see it was on, like, X on 4chan or something like that, where I kind of buzzed that once in a while, but, um... So people were like, hey, remember SCP? What do you guys think? And someone was like, pointed out this episode, this entry, and then uh, how the 1D unit, uh, when everyone loses their money, he hands all his money to everybody else, and they're like, true bro, true bro. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, was that, wait, hang on a second. Was, was he hmm? the one that got eaten? Or, got, or not got eaten? Uh, 744? Um, Who got killed? Apprehended to the infirmary. No, he's fine. Okay. Other know, one. Been, maybe been like something silly with that. It was like, oh, because you gave your money to your bros, you die. <laughs> no, three, four, three, two, went down. Ah. But I don't think did anything particular in this. Yeah, again, it's like just D cell or D class. They're they were dying anyway. <laughs> they were prison bros, probably. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I do have a couple of things. Uh, are are uh, is there anything else? Or I think that was about all my notes here. Yeah, uh, just yeah, that's all. Okay. Um. Yeah, because I I did put a couple of things down. Uh, one actually is the first like line in the description 
Uh, SCP-1472 is a brightly painted single-story brick building located in East St. Uh, Louis, Illinois, USA, on the corner of Redacted Street and Redacted Avenue. All right. So here's my problem with this, this one in particular, mm-hmm. is um, you've given the name of the city and even the section of the city it's in. Isn't that party foul? Isn't that like a isn't that a party foul for uh, the SCP? Like, sure you've you've hmm. you've redacted the street names, but it's a fairly noticeable building. <laughs> I f- I just feel like more redaction is needed for your super secret organization and their uh, redacting policies in their uh, documents. Yeah, at least chop the city out, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what that's what I'm getting at. Like they should mm-hmm. just, like in, in located in East Redacted. Like you're not supposed to know like, even the city. I feel like for these things, but yeah, you can cruise with uh, SCP in your van and find it like 20 minutes. Yeah, and also this is kind of an anomalous point. Um, oh, so this whole like place is really just kind of an anomalous point of reality, like sanity blasting, even. Mm-hmm. Um, but like especially when you go inside. Uh, but I feel like. Hard Knocks crew stationed all over the place. I mentioned it earlier. It just feels like it's a waste of resources. Like, why? Like, maybe just show up like the like on the weekend. <laughs> what if or... hard? What if Hard Knocks is like because they're rookies? Like, it's always the unit that's learning. Oh, so you know, yeah, maybe it's like the Greenhorns or like the yeah. Okay, it's newbie squad because all you're doing is like stopping homeless people from peeing in the interdimensional <laughs> strip club. Yeah, okay, I could, yeah, I could get that. Um, I said something where it's like, I w- so I wonder if, uh, I, I just want, I also kind of wonder, this is more just like a speculation thing, but I wonder what 1472-1 thought of when he came out of the door and suddenly there was a, a perimeter fence around the <laughs> building and just blocking his business. It's like, goddamn jobs, it's like job stealing people. <laughs> I don't think he's ever implied to care about the money, though. Oh, no, I, well, he, okay, that's cover charge. Still, cover charge. He still has the cover charge and all that stuff, yeah. Um, a, or, like, absurd, I'm just wondering if he ba- even batted an eye, or if he's just, like, some eldritch thing that doesn't have human emotion at all, but. I don't know, it was a silly little mm, note I put yeah. in there, because uh, right next to the one where I have. Uh, also, uh, I'm so. Uh, I, I also kind of want to. So yeah, so this place is empty except for Saturday at two uh, two in the morning. So say a homeless man manages to sneak in during the week, maybe prior to the notice of the SCP, like them setting up everything, and is in this area when it activates. Like, does he wake up in the active version? Like, does he just wake up in a strip club that's like has all <laughs> these weird shit, or is he kicked out, or does he become an attraction? <laughs> I was oh no, sorry, go. Yeah, I could imagine the corpse of the D unit becoming an attraction, but I would imagine he just kind of gets unmade temporarily. Like, what if, what if, what if, what if, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, we actually get a name for uh, trainer. No, what if, what if trainer is actually uh, a victim, (laughs) like a former victim? Mm. Well, I think. Well, she's supposed to be like uh, Zippy, I believe. Oh, I thought she... Okay. Oh, I, I mean, guess that makes sense, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the implication is that the monkey is actually in charge. Right, yeah. He's the one giving... Or they're the one giving orders. Uh, yeah, so I wonder if... Fanta- yeah, what if Fantastic Zippy was actually just a... Uh, 
again a homeless woman or something like that that came <clears> in and got basically became an attraction. Uh, or the or the the raptors are actually people. <laughs> so what are raptors? We're just raptors who walked into this strip club thousands of years ago <laughs> yeah. and became victims of it. I mean, it's it's an SCP Foundation thing. There's very likely that this place has existed for all time and hasn't. <laughs> Same with the libidinous li- 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 elders. A- they were a- just... Actually, it says it was built in the 70s, I think. Yeah, no, I did. But I mean, like, the anomaly didn't happen, uh, didn't start to, like, uh, I want to I think it said early 2000s? Yeah, uh... yeah, 2001, they shut it down and yeah. it started happening, but... Yeah, so I mean, it's like a time, some weird like interdimensional thing. So I could. I'm just, just saying, like, my Raptors yeah, yeah. fell into a strip club. <laughs> Theory does not hold up. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, it's SCP. Sometimes I'm willing to extend my sense of oh, disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's that note. Do I have anything else in this one? I feel like I did. Um, okay, yeah. So yeah, the. Um, Kundish uh, sisters and Helen Keller just kind of felt like uh, yeah gave me Twin Peaks vibes with the red room mm-hmm. where the uh, yeah the uh, backward speaking uh, midget and the tall man. Uh, I think the fantastic Zippy and Trainer were the ones that creeped me out visually the most. Mainly just like this this woman with a severed head. <laughs> yeah, it was the first oh no moment. But <laughs> yeah, now we're like, impossible. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mentioned earlier that my the because uh, you googled I was, necrosis. So. Yeah, yeah, that didn't help. <laughs> like I did, I, I kind of thought I knew what it was, and then I really knew, definitely knew what it was. <laughs> uh, made it a little too real. <laughs> oh no, I know what that means now. <laughs> oh god, I locked it up. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, and then like oh, I said wow. earlier, uh, deep cut. I thought, what? <laughs> De- oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no, I looked it up. It's deep cut, <laughs> old, old, yes. wrong clock. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I said about the Raptors. Like I figured one of them was going to get mauled. I was actually surprised when they didn't. Futurama thing for the next three, and then uh... oh yeah, I had a yeah. So here's one uh, where it's like um, this is about SCP ten ninety three. Foundation Records, uh, no, Foundation, yeah, Foundation Records confirm that SCP-1093 was secure in its containment unit during this time period, which suggests that this was a physically identical yet extremely violent instance of SCP-1093. And my, my, my comment to that is, or it's all the same entity just shape-shifting into all these things and, or crafting this illusion. Like, there's... The the guy, uh, the 1472-1 specifically says, no cameras, no video, which is something that usually happens at a strip yeah. club. Um, but it could also be another thing where it's... Uh, like, the illusion isn't actually... It's all in their heads of the person that's in there. Mm. Um, just kind of a little theory I came up with while I was looking at it. Because it's like, I'm wondering if, like, it's just a shapeshifter that's just basically borrowing things. Well, my theory was... Um... I thought you were kind of touching on there that the four percent. Um, well, it says that it, uh, at that time the actual unit uh, SCP was giving off about four percent of its normal power. I yeah. thought it was like its body is the radiation, and that's a projection it was giving out for some reason. It's just yeah. So like uh, it was showing up in two places at the same time, or like astro projecting. Yeah, it was pitching its energy to reach that far and then do something else. Yeah, and for whatever like, reason. Yeah, exactly. I was I was about to say, and to what end? But then I was like, no, it's it's a indescri- uh, inscrutable creature. Like, 
the do things. That we're never going to know what it, mm-hmm. why it's doing this. It's just it's doing it because it's doing it. <laughs> it's kind of the point of SCP mm-hmm. sometimes. It's also the kind of the point of cosmic horror. It's just like we're never going to figure out what they do. Yeah, this one in particular is just use a fucked up thing. Don't go inside. It's it's safe. <laughs> yeah. Just track them if they get close. It's contained. It's safe. It's amusing to me sometimes what they label as safe in these, though. Yeah. Where it's like, here's the fucking, like, underwear that eats you alive. You put it on. Just don't put it on. <laughs> have, you, have you read... Uh, I know you've listened to the show a couple of times. So have, you, have you actually read through some of the uh, Lord Blackwood ones? <laughs> no. I thought that was good enough for me, basically, <laughs> here on the show. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that one was. Uh, I I, felt, I liked that one. That was fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> but not creepy at all. And like this one's like kind of teetering on that edge of like it's not creepy, but it's more weird fiction. Like it's 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 odd. It's strange, but it's not like not going to keep me up at night by thinking about it. Yeah, it'll unsettle you for a bit, just knowing that it's if it were there, but. And no. I honestly think that's really just because of like one or two of the um, uh, the descriptions of the uh, attractions or whatever, or like or performances that are in there. Yeah, it's real, real. I was telling saying there's not really a story per se to this. There's not really a lot of direction or reason or content, but yeah, it's got a lot of like visuals that just like that's why I remember like, oh yeah, that thing, that thing, and that thing happened in this. Yeah, like the Velociraptor with the maid outfits. <laughs> yeah, made Velociraptors, and yeah, like. Dead, dead historical figure and yodeling log ladies. I distinctly remembered. Yeah, I forgot about uh, the headless lady and the. Uh... Honestly, like I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't. I think honestly, the the, the headless lady, the Velocir- You know, think on it. The Velociraptor one has been sticking with me all like, since I since I first read it. So, mm-hmm. but definitely the. Uh, I, I definitely found that yeah the uh, the creepy headless woman was definitely the. The, the the I guess the the performance of the night for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I forgot the telepathic sex blobs, but yeah. I think I assumed that they were there as well. Like I wasn't surprised. Also, for the uh, the humanoid me- the humanoid legs or uh, the mm-hmm. mechani- me- mechanical humanoid legs, all I could think of were the legs from uh, the Nazi legs from uh, Kung Fury. Um, I don't know if you've seen that movie. Or I that did. I remember, I remember Nazi legs, though. Like when they're when they're showing like a compilation of like the Nazis learning like kung fu and stuff, and like oh, taking okay, formulas, yeah, yeah. and they have like this machine that they're like like have a wheel while it's like it's like doing kicks and stuff. It's just legs <laughs> doing like martial arts kicks. Yeah, I feel like I just seen something like that before. So I fair, yeah. I just I, I don't know. A slight hint of, like, Walson Gromit's wrong pants. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, yeah. Because it seems like that's a common thing in uh, pop culture. I mean, it's... Robot pants or robot legs. Yeah, once you get robot arm and robot eye, even robot eyes, like... We don't have that yet, do we? Robot eyes? Uh, In reality? We... I mean, we have, like, prosthetics for blind people that actually do, like, uh, allow them to see now. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, uh, it's basically, it's uh, like a sensor that they plug in. They, they're able to actually get it into their either into their heads or like use some kind of like echolocation style thing. I think I don't know. That's going off away from the SCP oh, yeah. and what we're doing in general. I don't think I have anything else really to say. Um, I mean, if you're a fan of SCP, I'd recommend this one. 
because it's it's definitely uh, a humorous one to look at. Uh, if you're <clears throat> thinking of like get, like checking out an SCP that's scary, I don't really recommend it because it's not that creepy. But it was enjoyable to read. Yeah, I would definitely recommend uh, the. Again, like I was skimming through real quick, it was one of the I went for things that were nouns and clear, interesting titles. So I got a lot of like Bigfoot things and clown monsters, and then yeah, you know, like to mention the Rachel Strip Club. I'm like, yeah, got my attention, and it's about like a three pages, maybe. Yeah, I'm looking at my. Uh, I have in Google Docs actually, and mm-hmm. it's about five with the entry of uh, uh, 1093. So. Oh yeah, and that's probably longer than the actual. Actually, not really. It's like. Oh. I'm only about two pages long, so... Um, yeah, it's about three pages long, the full thing, with, like, everything uh, expanded. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's what I like about... SC- like, because the SCP entries, they... Um, we haven't had them on the show a lot because they're they're not really story-focused, and that's kind of what our show's about. Yeah, like, it's not going to fill an hour in most cases. Yeah, or even, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the, sometimes, like, you, you read an entry, and, like, I like that they give you, like, a descriptor of, like, an encounter with the thing. Because it gives it a little bit more of a like a story to it to that degree, mm-hmm. like a different kind of narrative. Um, yeah, I think that is about it for SCP fourteen seventy two. Absolute last thing I have to say is I was oh. skimming through for last ideas, and I passed three D class tests too quickly, and I thought it said three D glasses. <laughs> you know what? I think uh, if that's at the very beginning of that, like the uh, where they show up. Yeah, it's yeah, the first I, thing in the I, test I log. <laughs> I, I definitely remember like uh, double taking on that. <laughs> Just the way this it's spaced out. Yeah. Okay, so that was yeah that was SCP fourteen seventy two, and now we're moving on to the waifus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nightmare so, waifu. So to, you're gonna. I want you to explain this for sure. our, for our audience and me. Uh, to be very brief. Um, to dip into Amadine for one second. The, um, we did a live one pretty recently, and it was very clear that shipping and the waifus were everyone was really into when we were like going for crowd input. Nice. First, with the first one, they were like, yeah, okay. And then we're like, okay, well, this one's like a Yuri series. Everyone's like, well, who are we going to ship with who? And like, we had a chart going for a while with happy faces and like sad faces between it and stuff. Uh, but let's see. Uh, the, the term Nightmare Waifu, Nightmare Waifu is a thing I've been chipping across on uh, various bits of 4chan. It's... Um, if I'm making it all blue, uh, a fear boner effect. Um, yeah. the, it's, it's things like the Silent Hill nurses often wind up in there, or like feminized versions of Slender Man or the Pyramid Head, things that are like, oh god, zombie girls are like in there a lot. Yeah, terrifying, but then like somebody makes them sexy to make it, them less it, it, terrifying. It's clearly a mix of it, yeah, like gender swap pretty Kruger kind of stuff. Like, I, ge- I, Generally, like it's, it's one of those ideas that are like, daring you kind of uh, appeals, or like, I dare you to find this attractive. You inspire people. So people are like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'd fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'd fuck the rake monster. Give me <laughs> God. Um, um, I do know that, like, uh, or I, I was looking up the other link that you sent me for this one because I'm looking at the the, the the original one, but the, uh, the one from Reddit, I think, mm-hmm. or the Reddit conversation about it, and somebody uh, posted uh, 
I think it might be the original person that, po- that did this, but it was uh, basically meant to be like um, uh, some kind of like therapeutic um, like media thing that the guy was told by his uh, therapist. Yeah, he had to shake things up because he had insomnia and nightmares. And, uh... Yeah, and these were basically all his nightmares. And then so he decided, well, I like waifus. Uh, I, find, I, I think waifus are, are hilarious, so I'll just make nightmare waifus. Yeah, know. this is uh, a choose-your-own-adventure picture which kind of trending on all the plays about fortune. I keep seeing thread dumps of them. TG particularly loves them. Where it's yeah. like, choose your party and go fight a demon. Or like, which sort of power do you have? Here's like a little thumbnail for each one. And, uh... uh yeah. I, should, should I run, run this down? Is that was the idea? Or did you want me to explain uh, the word? Actually, Nightmare oh, and yeah. oh, well, yeah. First off, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just because I don't... I, I kind of know what waifu means, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, what's what is waifu? Oh wow, okay, <laughs> we're going. <laughs> like I'm, fam- I'm familiar with it. I just like also like I don't know who knows. Maybe no, there's somebody I, I, on our audience that doesn't. Yes. Yeah, um, uh, let's see. I've never super gotten into the concept myself, but it's generally like uh, your imaginary two D love, where it's just like this is best character. I would m- live with this character. Um, I would love and marry this this cartoon character. They, uh, yeah, so it's like your uh, your dream girl or your uh, your dream wife, basically from yeah, well, your, your ideal girl in some cartoon form. Or I guess you could do it with real people too. But it gets kind of weird, extra weird. But um, yeah, uh, and then there's like Dotaru I've been seeing more recently, which is genuinely like I would raise this as my child and love her so much and platonic love stuff going on. Uh, I could definitely dip into crazy, but like this is where body pillow thing has come from. But yeah, well, I mean, me and my uh, like uh, me and gamer in yellow actually have a have a saying when it comes to you know Japanese animes that have like you know the president is is a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, it, our our our, our uh, explanation for all of that is just carpeted as it's Japan. Oh yeah, that's You got like if you find it weird, you find like but yet sometimes you find it charming. Like it's it's interesting. It's. <laughs> I, I, like, I think that's also one of the things that attracts me to, like, Japanese anime and stuff is that wacky, like, r- seemingly random mm-hmm. choices they put in their aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, uh, at a panel of two, we, we went to the con- at same convention, they were talking about how, like, there is definitely a degree of uh, one-of-us-manship going on with anime, about how weird they can get things, and both the hentai world and actual anime world were like, I bet I could do this and people would buy it and some people there's like that's where the weird, really weird dark stuff comes from. Some people run with it. Yeah. And it stays around more than they intended and they're like, okay. Oh shit. It's like I've made a horrible mistake. Which from what but I keep hearing they, is what oh. how Dragon Ball happened too. Yeah. Like he was just literally bored with it by the end. Um but yeah, this is a fusion of all those things. Um, let's see. It's got a little intro written up, which uh, seems to apply as some kind of dream wizard or dream, uh, un- like intangible thought god thing. That's yeah. just saying, like, well, I got these nightmares laying around. I don't know what to do with them. I don't feel like breaking them, so I'm giving them one to you. Here are, what, six of these? Three. I thought it was more. I think there's about six. Eight? One, one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. I think the, there was a post, I think there was a, like an original, like a, an earlier post that only had like a couple of them. 
Like, I think there's a couple of renditions, but this one's seems yeah, to be the some, fullest one. Yeah, some of them are shorter than the others. I see that now. But, um, yeah, nine full. And uh, it's like, here's these nine horrible things that can happen to you every night. It's the only dream you'll ever have for one year uh, until you conquer it in a, in a specific way for each one. And if you don't, it will start to leak into reality, like, more and more as it goes on. Yeah, or you'll die, and you'll be trapped mm-hmm. inside. And or, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a lose-lose scenario if you don't win. Yeah, and from from these nightmares, she's also created nine waifus, vaguely related ladies who are variously horrifying and helpful that have powers and like requirements and requests from you, and I guess one of my main upfront complaints is it's not super specific on rules with this, because you and me had a figure out if they meant you could pick your yeah, waifu yeah. or not. I remember you telling me that, like, okay, so choose one of the nightmares and then choose one of the waifus. And I remember reading through the, the, the rules and it said just really to conquer your things. Also, hey, you have this, this companion character on the way. Hmm. Well, so so you're free they, to choose whichever one tickles your fancy, which yeah. I took as, yeah, pick, pick one, pick one. And they're clearly exactly. based on one or another, but uh, yeah, it's, it's all like, you know, this one has this power, and she likes to do this, and she likes it when you do this to her, and... Also, it, she's spunky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she's got a quirky personality, and she eats human souls, and if you bring her to the real world, she'll move into your apartment. And yeah, it's that in various flavors. Um, yeah. Do we want to go into the, uh, the nightmares and then the uh, waifus themselves? Um... Hmm. Maybe just do like quick like rundown of yeah yeah uh, yeah let's do, let's do a quick one um let's see there's uh how about you want the dreams of the waifus let's split uh, let's go with the dreams first and then we'll we'll do it like like it has on the uh, layout mm, all right uh ba, ba, ba. yep living complex um in short it is a maze of flesh um it's just made of blood and intestines and muscle and sludge and if you stay in one spot too long it starts absorbing you. I, I just realized. Sorry, hmm? I just realized it's basically uh, Geiger or Giger's um, Dark Seed. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, world. <laughs> like it's it's very much just bio, mm-hmm. yeah, bio organic architecture. Okay. Yeah, and to win, you have to escape the maze. Uh, every time you wake up, you or every time you go back to sleep, you go back to where you were in the maze. Uh, there is an exit somewhere in all the various holes and organs. Uh, if you don't, it absorbs you and you become part of the walls. Yeah. Uh, deep waters. You're basically treading water in the middle of the ocean, and there is something down there, and it eats you. Um, and you, you never have to find a weapon. Yep, there's a weapon somewhere deep in the ocean. Yeah, go get it, and you gotta fight it in an epic, epic Viking battle or something. As I just pictured it, I don't know. I imagine a golden sword, and you're fighting a fucking whale shark or something. Yeah, just like. Or like a, a like a Buster Sword equivalent of a harpoon. Yeah, yeah, these are all like two paragraph summaries and basically poetry saying of those kind of things. Uh, labyrinth, the labyrinthine apartment, uh, which is a spooky abandoned apartment only inhabited by ghost people who don't seem to notice you. Uh, there is some unknown. None of them are violent, but there is some unknown puzzle going on. You have to dig dig in and solve to get out. Yeah. Um, Sir, isn't there something? I, I remember, like, I thought I remember reading that there was something stalking you, and that's what you're trying. Why you're? Like, yeah, there's something like, following you. Is definitely a part. Of it. I don't think it's. Okay. Uh, the phases ignore you. Every window is the same. 
You can never feel truly at ease here. Out of the corner, you feel something staring. Okay, that must be what it is. Yeah, there's something there, which, yeah... And you have to spend, like, you're spending basically the year trying to find the clue that you know is in this place, and mm-hmm. that is the key to unlo- getting out, basically. It, uh, yeah, and it, it, it multiplies every night you're in there for how long you feel like you're in there until after the year you, you are stuck there. You cannot leave, you cannot die. Yeah. Uh, there's the night children. Oh, your, God. You... <laughs> <laughs> this, like, 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 like for, for, for reals, this one is a nightmare I've had. Oh, okay. Um, not not quite like like not not like the ex- exact details, but mm-hmm. like basically running from something smaller, like child like creepy children in a forest is something. Yeah, that's yeah. you're on a road. Uh, there's streetlights start going out, and there are ghostly, glowy, glowing children out in the weir- out in this in the woods, and then you they start surrounding you slowly until you realize what's behind you, and you die. It just t- yeah. it just kills you at the end. Um, you have to break to escape it. You have to brave the death, the dark. You have to run into the mountain, the forest, and uh, just just run blindly through until you find what they want you to find. Yep. Presumably, put them at peace or rest or something. Uh, and a festive memory. Uh, Fear factor, the dream. Pretty much, you're in a, you're in a room, and then bugs, more and more mutated bugs. They come in there, eat you, and kill you in pieces. Um, yeah, and the only way, and actually, yeah, it looks like the one of the ways to like keep it is just to basically have a very like maintain a tolerance. And you just have to just send through it. Just, yeah, just <laughs> embrace it. Yeah, you're like, I don't just, care. This is all right. Just no fear, no struggling. Just let them do it. Yeah, open your mouth, wait for them to go inside, etc. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> waiting for the end. I'm gonna get into yeah, the, we should, the we hell we yes, into, like, the fuck no at the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Waiting for the end. Uh, basically, a, fire, a hellfire storm is happening on your location, and I don't think it gives you a time limit specifically. But you, it, you're basically as soon as you are in the dream, you have to start running to find a way to avoid mm-hmm. to get out of the city. Basically, yeah, like, none there's, of the there's a work. way out, but the very particular way you got to do it fast. So yeah, because there's all, basically it's an obstacle course to get out of the city. You're, speed running is what I kept th- yeah. thinking of it. Like you, there's a way, yeah, no way to do it. You got to do it ASAP. You got to yeah. wall clip through this thing and such. Otherwise, yeah, it's gonna, it can end. If the time limit expires, you just you basically end that part of the world you're in. It happens yeah. for reals. Um, I don't think the bugs one or the next one says specifically, but I assume it happens for real is the answer of what happens yeah, after a year. You are basically consumed by insects or uh, you, you sickness. Yeah. The, yeah, you have that horrible sickness. Yeah, uh, internal hyper blackness rot. Uh, just you start it get super leprosy, super plague, yeah, real fast. Basically, the more you think about it, the worse it gets, and it eats you up faster and more painfully. And it's in your mind when you wake up, and you, the only way to survive it and escape it is to not think about it for 24 hours. You're like, nope, shut the pain, I don't remember that, leave me alone. Yeah, that one I was like, at first I was thinking, it was like, oh yeah, no, I could totally like, I think, at a, at a, I feel like for me, at a certain point, I would become numb to the whole, like, concept of it, mm-hmm. or like desensitized, I think is really, like, so I think that one would be possibly easy to overcome. But anyway, uh, keep, let's keep going. Yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, that one and Bug one felt similar in several ways, but I'll get into that too. Yeah. Uh, Bowels of the Earth. You're in a rocky tunnel that's getting smaller and smaller as you crawl into it. I just um, realized this one's basically Ted the Caver. <laughs> the dream. 
Uh, it's, you're going. Uh, this one basically feels a sound sounded like Ted the Caver to me, which is a creepypasta mm-hmm. about a guy who basically caves or uh, okay. he goes into a cave and uh, goes into uh, like an uh, one that a cave that nobody has ever done before, and he like gets tighter and smaller and smaller, and he eventually mm-hmm. like gets into a like just keeps crawling in through as far as he can. Uh, let's see. Yeah, claustrophobia. Uh, you have to go through. Basically. No turning back. No looking back. You just have to commit to it and go all the way in and. So you can't there's anymore. things on the wall, right? Too. Like, uh, it's implied things. there's like bugs and something in there, but not like trying to get you per se. It's just super, super tight and creepy. Yeah. Uh, let's. See. Which reminds me, uh, I saw this one. Of the whole claustrophobia thing. I'm not real. I'm not particularly phased by it, but um, it reminded me of a particular scene in a novel I read in like middle school. Um, I think it was Goblins in the Castle. Was the no- it was like a, a Kids' fancy novel thing. Oh, or the princess and the goblin. No, no, no. It was a okay. Um, is a kid unleashes goblins and has with a wizard. He's living with tower and they take over. But um, okay. he makes friends with a little the little runt one, and uh, and he's like they're in a cave and he he knows the way and she's and the girl's like wait 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 am I big enough to fit through this and he's like yeah yeah <laughs> hang on a second and he runs back and forth like holding out his hands <laughs> like. <laughs> And so he's like, nice. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you're good. <laughs> and then she really isn't. Would she? Well, well, she does, but she gets like, she's barely making it. And she's like, how, how this is okay. He's better with his hands. How close could he have gotten? And I'm like, yeah. And she barely gets there. But, um, and last, uh, nightmare is the subterranean dweller. Uh, you were just in deep in the earth in a sewer or tunnel or cave. And there is a thing down there, and it knows it perfectly. It has lived there much longer than you, and it can sense things down there, and it's going to hunt and kill you. Um, the It's going to just stalk you nonstop until you find what it wants you to find. Uh, there's something precious to it. Then you don't know where it is. It's buried or hidden deep. It might be buried in the wall. It might be underwater. It might be like deep in a puddle that you can't see to the bottom of. You, just, you need yeah. to get that and get that to him, or else he'll just kill you again. Yeah, very kind of like slender. The uh, the one of the slender games, kind of or like kind of the slender man thing, like stalking you, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, yeah or minotaur, I guess even. Ah, yeah, even more. Yeah, yeah. Minotaur labyrinthian. Yeah. Um. Well, before we go to waifus, we want to pick our pick our dreams pick and break those down. Yeah, pick away that and or like see what like what we think of each one. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, because like. I, I honestly feel... Um, I guess what's your pick na- for number one? Yeah. yeah, Nightmare Pick for me, honestly, actually, uh, is the Night Children, or... Um, hmm. uh, I, yeah, you know, probably Night Children, to be perfectly honest. Uh, mainly because I've, I have experience with that Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, or... Hmm. You've done a test yeah. run. <laughs> honestly, Night Children is my pick, like... Mm-hmm. Again, just because, yeah, like, I've... T- t- I don't know, like, I think maybe the sickness one or even the bug one, eventually I'd be unfazed after at least even, like, a half a year uh-huh. of dealing with that. Um, but again, like, I'm saying that not ever having experienced that, so... Or even, yeah. like, in a nightmare or anything like that, so I don't know. Um, Subterranean Dweller, um, I've had that dream of, like, ang- being a- being hunted and anxiety, kind of like Night Children, and that, uh, no, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> You've been there, we don't want to go back this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, night children I could deal with. I could run. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, uh, yeah, Night Children's my my choice for Nightmare. Uh, I, incidentally, so is mine. Um, because I'm not terribly faced with the dark. Um, speaking of children, okay. Um, and they don't. They are obviously violent, but they don't seem terribly malicious. And it seems like your death in that one is like they're behind you. You're dead. Which I they got I, you or like yeah. tag. You're it. Yeah, like you would. You would it says also that there's rules. Uh, don't most of them are covered already, but uh, it mentions that like if you get a wound in there. It's proportionally like a hundred times smaller or something like that. So unless I, you inflict it yourself, which yes. I can see um, that being an issue with infested memory, um, possibly uh, and definitely bursting sickness and the waiting mm. for the, the dead. Because like you could inflict like you're like cr- like clawing at yourself yes. and inflicting mm. that kind of thing. Or um, whereas the other ones like don't really kind of offer too bad of an issue if you do get hurt. Um. Mm. But yeah, I keep imagining like, yeah. a, little, a tiny little nick on the back of your neck because they like bite your throat out or whatever. But yeah, or use the ghost magics. Um, okay, so we yeah, both uh, chose night. That, yeah, that was a big one. Um, I heard from what I was seeing the Reddit thread, the Labyrinthian Department is a popular choice because yeah. you kind of can't die in it. My my problem with that one is I'm terrible at uh, at clue. At, at, yeah, like, puzzle, puzzle games puzzle. like that was my like. <laughs> That's too big of a risk for me. I like, was like, I was like, yeah, no, Labyrinthine was like, I could <laughs> fuck this up. Like, I'm creative, I, yeah. but in the way that like I think like no one else does. So, and I mean, like, you have a lot of time every night, like, because mm-hmm. you seem to have like more, like, you get more and more hours every night. But even then, like, yeah, by the tenth you night, can... you're spending five hundred and twelve hours in the nightmare. I think it's exactly yeah, swearing like... or something like that. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I was like, oh yeah, no, Labyrinthine. Wait. Mm. I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, I was also thinking like living complex. Like, oh, living complex isn't too bad. It's like no, because then you look like yeah, sure you like you can try and get out, but like it's a real it's roll of the dice. <laughs> it, yeah, it's that one's a, like I, feel, I just feel like between living complex and night children, I'll take my chances with the night children in the woods <laughs> than I will mm-hmm. with a basically a shugoth um, arch- uh, like uh, like being strapped inside of a shugoth. Yeah, it, it, you're in the stomach. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, complex. Yeah, it was a roll of the dice. I I, I didn't trust a lot of the odds as much in that one. Yeah, it's not test of wills so much as maybe test of mind and a lot of luck. Um, deep waters also kind of has like a like I think I've had that dream before where I've like I'm in the in the like an endless ocean or something like that, and like just having hmm. like knowing something's below me. Uh, like I have that in the waking world when I'm trapped when I when I uh, when I go out to. Um, uh, when I was a kid, I used to, like, go, uh, like, tubing and stuff, and, like, we'd fall off the tube uh, on the <clears> end of the boat uh, in the lake. And just that feeling of being in the middle of a deep lake is super unsettling to me, because I've <laughs> seen way too many movies, mm-hmm. but, like, like Deep Blue Sea or Jaws or Lake Placid. Like, Lake Placid ruined, like, ruined, uh, ruined <laughs> the lake for me for about a, for about a half a summer, so. <laughs> that movie was too doofy for me, even when I watched it when I was younger, like. It has the old lady tell you to suck her dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. Honestly, like I lo- like that, that that old woman was fun. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That, that made that movie. But, that's what yeah. I remember about it. Yeah, but um, let's see. Yeah, deep wars I could do. I think if I needed to. Uh, I also have a weird thing in my dreams where I'm not quite lucid dreaming, but if I get in a danger, like 
and I'm not dying because I'm in a dream, I'm like, oh, all right, oh, right, I'm invincible. I forgot. And I'm like, suddenly the nightmare becomes a dream. I get powers. <laughs> I didn't know I yeah. I'm like, well, I'm gonna, I'm flop a cliff. I'm gonna jump in midair. Oh wait, I can fly by strategically jumping midair. I didn't know I could do this. Why didn't I think this before? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, again, I imagine like diving to the bottom, get like a keyblade and a fucking sword fight a narwhal or like a giant narwhal or something. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, there's definitely that option for that one. I just, yeah, waking. I guess yeah, I'm thinking more waking world stuff. It's like <clears> just <throat> my waking world fear of like deep water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Infested memory, I do not want. Like no, I, yeah, like I, I again, I it's, it's fear factor. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fear factor. Um, maybe uh, like maybe after a couple of months dealing with it, I could probably accept it. But I don't. That first that first week is gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like I was talking with uh, so the guy, I was one of the guys, my friends on Skype before, um, and he, we were saying that between the birthday sickness and FS memory. We could do that, but we don't want to. Like, it's, yeah. it is gonna be hellish doing it. And you're not gonna come out good. Like, especially again, like especially that initial like couple of dreams. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's it's a physical torment that. It's a per- no. It's, it's also it's a personal torment. Like it's like, it's a it's affecting you on a smaller scale than any of the other ones, and that's kind of the problem. Yeah, you're gonna turn out a particular way with it. You have to zen yourself through some horrible shit. Yeah. Um, I, feel like, I feel like that's the way with like the sickness one and even yeah. um, uh, bowels of the earth because like I think I've had cl- like yeah claustrophobia isn't too bad with me but I do know that like I hate confined spaces so to a I'm cool with I'm cool with it. I'm 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 a tall fellow but I'm very flexible so I I would imagine just not being very phased by it for a while, quite a while yeah um, um, I'm pretty good at willpower as far as shutting things out not so much controlling myself but being like. Yep, just hold it back. Keep going. Um, uh, waiting for the end. It did feel. It felt very. Yeah, like we said, speed running. Like he's gotten to the yeah. pro strats to get the bike, to get to the car, to get. To, yeah, and just bluff the guard and get out. It does feel very high stakes because of the implications. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think the anxiety would get to me because uh, I think I've I've had ni- well not nightmares like this, but like I've had nightmares where I'm like being chased by something or like I'm trying to reach a spot. Uh, and it's just out of reach, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, like yeah, like I, the anxiety would be would be kind of uncomfortable for me. For well, well, my main anxiety <laughs> is that if it's, they're, they're leaking into reality, and then you're going to at least like blow up a city, if not like end the world, if you oh, fuck sure. this up. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah. There's also that. I mean, like I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of number one. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. That's that's yeah. When we get to the waifus, getting out is number one. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not who's 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 my kawaii ugu. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I don't know. I just like because like I've I've been thinking about it, it's like oh no like trying to escape like yeah I don't know if, like this one would it'd be uncomfortable. And you're just like well I mean like I I decimate the world like <laughs> like uh, I guess. So. <laughs> I mean it would also be like kind of frustrating and eh. um, yeah. No, that, I think that would also be it because like again it's that part of those like dreams where you're like race against time kind of thing, and like <clears> something's <throat> always stopping you. Yep, and are you going the right direction? Yeah, am I doing this the yeah. best? Am I you know, re- hit the reset? Yeah, like just reset and try it again. Yeah, uh, and Driller, it feels doable but stressful. Um, yeah, same same thing as uh, with the uh, Apocalypse one, or like trying to outrun the uh, the end of days. Mm-hmm. Um, like that kind of you're being stalked, or like that anxiety you get from being uh, hunted. Uh, yeah, it's the like 
you know he's there. And like, you're trying to, yeah, and you're basically like, it, again, you're trying to solve a puzzle on an even worse time limit than the labyrinthine apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one would be more uncomfortable than the labyrinthine apartments for me because working yeah. under pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, immediate threat going on if you don't or keep moving, making progress. The, he's going to just club you or whatever. Exactly. Like if you go into the wrong um, tunnel, you hit a dead end, then you're trapped. Yeah, like it well. Also, <laughs> Like I can see Subterranean Dwell also feels like uh, like I, I get anxious when I looked at uh, watch Let's Players on YouTube playing those Labyrinth games where like they're trying to outrun something. Uh-huh. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the one we had the video camera and the Saint Asylum or whatever that one. I think Slender or no, not Slender. Uh, I mean that's probably an example. That's one of them, but um, oh, Amnesia, The Dark Descent. I don't think so. no, 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 no. Um, that was yeah. also a spooky game. That was neat. Um, okay? I'm not familiar with one that's an asylum than otherwise. Outlast. <laughs> Outlast. Oh, okay. The yeah, Outlast. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, like well, especially when the big guy shows up and you're just like trying to find a, uh, like a ventilation shaft or something mm-hmm. to escape him. Yeah, yeah hiding no, simulator. I, 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 or or what's it called? Or alien isolation? Even like when mm-hmm. the xenomorph shows up in the corridor you're trying to get through and you just have to hide. Like, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah. dip in the waifus then. Yeah, let's go into these waifus. <laughs> All right. Uh... Yeah, it says they made them uh, to join you, and it sound it again. It wasn't super clear, but it seems like if you succeed, yeah, so uh, you're free to choose whichever one tickles your fancy, but try not to choose a combination <clears> too <throat> unfavorable for your survival. So that makes that makes me think that it's you can choose the waifu from a separate from a different nightmare than you're actually dealing with. Yeah, so. they're they're clearly custom made for that one in general, but also the thing was it wasn't super clear. It says they can come into reality. But in each entry, which I assume is after one year, if you survive it, yeah. And the other game, your dream, they'll guide you, they'll help it. you, but they've got their own quirks and problems. Yeah, is it is it if you survive it, or is it if you beat it at the end of the year? Like you wait till the end of the year to beat it, or something? I assumed it was after a year they kind of just come over because of their own thing, but because it would, I don't know if it. It seems strange that they would include it if you. Uh, yeah, like it says here in the flesh monster, it says, like, if you manage to get out, you know, uh, she can move in with you. And... Yeah. So I think it's just okay, if you so succeed. Just... Yeah. For some so reason, my head can, and I put it, like, after one year, if you're alive, they'll come out to you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. For the flesh maze, from that she made the disjointed viscera. It is not a human. It can make itself look like a human. Um, it can. It is flesh. It is made of flesh and whatever... Order it, it can feels like itself to be any kind of flesh. Take it to any person. The more you hang out with it, it will become it will become look more like a person that appeals to you. When it's threatened, it can just become a mass of bones and claws okay. and teeth. You know? Let, let's let's just let's just say what it is. It's a shoggoth. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily know what shoggoth is, but I get the impression of it, it from other things. It's, it's basically a gelatinous form, a gelatinous thing of meat. With teeth and eyes, and can and there's ones called Shoggoth lords that can actually manipulate themselves to become human uh, being, like human disguises. Okay, yeah, I was thinking of Yithians so, for a minute. Uh, yeah, they're the ones that were like the Cthulhu minion things. They could do whatever, right? They could make whatever. Yeah, they were they were a minion race that got that basically overthrew their um, their masters. Ah, uh, let's see. Yeah, she shapeshifts. She's very uh, fickle. She doesn't get how humans work. So. 
in and out of the dream. You'll have to kind of handhold her through any kind of interactions. And you'll, yeah, it looks like you'll have to spend a couple of years uh, basically getting her accustomed to being... Teaching her how to in, people, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Teaching her how to be people. Uh, let's see. The Leviathan spawn is for the, uh, the ocean level. Um, vaguely related to that creature. She is roughly human-shaped, but... Uh, with shark-like elements, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of a shark girlish thing uh, with direct descendancy. She, let's see, she, she says she's very carnivorous. She's uh, a fond of you in a very condescending way, um, very patronizing, and she encourages courage, and she actually exudes it to a degree. Yeah, um, she just, she's more of the direct, like go like headfirst yeah, into danger. Yeah, she seems then. the brute character, which almost made me pick her. Um, just, Very just tomboyish, yeah. Emergency backup, like, go distract him! Like, uh, and she will be like, ah! Um, yeah, she lives with you. She needs to be, like, doused in the water regularly, so... Or you have to live near the ocean. Mm-hmm. Oh, or get a pool or something. Uh... Yeah, very very strong, very physical character. And very yeah. dynamic. Uh, the obscure landlord comes from the apartments. Um... She's a magic user, uh, particularly she is... I think she's a little time magic. Time magic, yeah. Yeah. Yep, she can slow freeze, down slow down things. Yeah, She can freeze for ten speed seconds. It. Can she speed it up, too, or is it just slowing down? Uh, eight times as fast, or slow down to one-fourth. Okay. To what you perceive it to, what you perceive it to be. So, yeah, she can make the, the pain nightmares go faster, or just slow down to think about your plans in the apocalypse. Um, she's yeah, very that ca- would be handy. Yeah, she's very casual and, like whimsical kind of thing. Kind of, and, uh, yeah, yeah, she's like, um, uh, yeah, it's that kind of anime trope girl that's like... Um, who would probably have her eyes closed very, the entire time. Exactly, yeah, or like very like kind of daydreamy, but then like she actually knows what she's doing, like even mm-hmm. though she doesn't look like she's, like she's just kind of like shuffling around. or like, Vaguely maternal, around. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and she can... Yeah, if you do escape the nightmare, she won't see why. She'll want to invite you to live with her in Nightmare World. Yeah. Which will uh, give you a degree of immortality and you'll just give your old life. Uh, the Night Stalker is the, the from our favorite, the child ghost dream. Yeah. Uh, she's kind of she's very antisocial. She's very quiet. She only speaks in two words at most. And um, she likes to either look at you from afar or get She's always too close or face. too far. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No social skills either. But um, she's actually pretty... Affection towards you, but she's really practical. Uh, specializes in escaping and running. She'll teach you to move fast and quietly like her. Um, but she's she's kind of brutal with her methods. She's okay with letting you get caught and dying if it means she'll learn more about the way to escape. Uh, yeah, because I mean, you're you're gonna come back next uh, like next night. So. Yeah, yeah. It gives me the impression I mean, of that practical in that man. Like, it, like I think that that's what it means when it means practical. Like she's yeah. like or pragmatic. Like she's like, oh, I mean, you're gonna survive. Like you're fine. Yeah, she's very big picture. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, it reminds me of that, that movie, I forget what it was, but it was kind of like a time skippers thing where, like, the guy kept dying over and over and over in some war, and oh, um, the chick was training him. So. That was Tom Cruise's movie. Um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow? Maybe. But this movie, she yeah. gets, like, he breaks his leg. He's like, well, no point in training anymore. I'm going to kill yeah, you so exactly. you can reset. Yeah, like. And he's just like, oh, no, 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 bang. <laughs> Um, and resets. Yeah, and she'll move in with you on Earth if she's if you survive. But she hates the sun; and doesn't come out before the moon is up. Uh, but she's actually very sweet and uh, innocent to a degree, if very you know out of touch with people. Yeah. Uh, the insectoid housewife. 
Yeah. Uh, it's more of a generic waifu notion. Um, more of a monster girl type. She is a big old moth lady. Um, Very motherly moth lady, yeah. Covered in carpets as a homemaker. Um, she has no idea what she's doing. She is a... Uh, but damn it, she's got gumption. <laughs> yeah, she, she's very supportive and emotional. She's actually built from like your childhood memories, and so like you do perfect access to them. That, that, so if it, as part of the clue, it can comfort you through those. Um, and yeah, if if you get her out, she will very gladly come and live with you and love you and become your literal wife. She'll get a ring out, and she'll expect you to get a, give her a big old room where she can lay her giant clutches of eggs. Yep. <laughs> uh, the scion of death. Uh, the Apocalypse one. Uh, last one being from the bug one. Um, she is kind of a blood sacrifice cultist. Uh, the more you give up to her, the more blood you shed, the more powerful right, she yeah. gets their magic. This one's almost kind of the deal breaker for, like, um, uh, like her her power, like, her like her sacrificing power is kind of a deal breaker for me. Because it's like, oh. based on the rules of the, the game itself. Because... Again, inflicting, uh, being inflicted by, by by like wounds and some of that, they are not as bad in the real world, unless you do it to yourself. And I can uh, see that going really badly for with this one. Yeah, for powers grow yourself with the pain. So yeah, the more gruesome, permanent, invisible your injuries. Yeah, which I think implies like if you're also regular hurt, it does a little bit, but it's not like unless you do it yourself that it's a very big deal. Uh, let's see. Yeah, she's very also, jealous and clingy, and she wants to end yeah. humanity. Yeah. Also, yeah. Regardless of if, like, if you like, if she comes to the real world, like, it's still the end of the world because eventually she's going to. Uh, yeah, she comes out. And she's like, it. "Well, time to end the world. Do you want to come with?" And if you say no, don't. She's like, "Okay, fine. You'll die last." And like, yeah, exactly. Uh, which again, the, the Skype buddy was okay with her because uh, he's got some cool exchange belief and. By the time she does that, he's probably be long dead anyway. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still. I just not my favorite. Um, yeah, yeah. The doomsday thing is definitely a deal breaker to me more than the self sacrifice. But um, uh, the new age medicant, uh, she is kind of a faith healer. The literally, the more you believe in her, the more powerful she is. Um, yeah, she's traveling over living like spiritual healing stuff and. Uh, if you leave, she's going to want to go on a journey through other dream dimensions. Yeah, and, she wants you to stay with her so that you she can have a bodyguard and then... Yep, and she'll teach you her ways, yeah. Yep. Uh, the Trioptic Scorpion from the underground stage. Um, uh, a vaguely insectoid woman again who uh, is utterly blind in her eyes, but she has uh, antennas and three eyes on her forehead that can see an infrared, regular, and thermal vision. Yeah, her human eyes are, are blind, but she still has the the insect eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she she basically is a kind of a per, very overprotective. I think of you. Yeah, she, she, you, you have you, you have no chitinous shell. You have no claws. You, you're laughably you're soft and weak. So yeah. she's very protective of you because you clearly you can't do anything for yourself. Come on, buddy. And like uh, for, hmm? for me, I feel like uh, for me, I felt that like this one was kind of like um, really just kind of treading over the same like stuff as the. Uh, the insect girl or the insect uh, one from uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of expecting, I don't know, like maybe like an elemental cre- like character of some kind, but mm-hmm. I don't know how you'd make that creepy as well. Yeah, it crosses over, but she seems more. At, she's physically competent, while the other one is yeah. more like emotional magic stuff. 
That's true. Yeah. Yep. And if if you if you leave, if you survive, she gladly lives with you. But um, she's too foot tall than any other human man. She's got no got, biological clock. Yeah. So she's up at unknown hours because she sleeps whenever. Uh, uh, and the labyrinthian maze has the wafus urchin. Uh, Mr. Adolescence, so I gotta assume little girl of some kind. Yeah, uh, so we're now going into the creepiest of the yeah. ones to have. Um, but yeah, she is, uh, she's cowardly and fearful. She's actually bends to your will because she's afraid of any kind of sign of aggression. Um, but she has a, she's been running from the monster that you, that was in the in maze so long that she's got a degree of like sixth sense. Yeah. Uh, she can sense things out, sense danger. And then basically she looks to you, for, like she idolizes you and looks to you for yeah, she she, like she loves and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, she, and uh, when you leave that, she yeah, your praise and your emotional support is going to be all she has. If you're in yeah. the real world, she's gonna and, she she loves company, she loves seeing new things, but she's definitely uh, go to as an older sibling or parental figure. Yeah, yeah. If you don't want to go the creepy like route, you can mm-hmm. like oh, like you're just brother. Yeah, she, and sister she could be your daughter Ru, instead of your white. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she likes seeing new things to be social, but she's she's gonna put you first and yeah. all that. And, so, yeah, where'd you go with this one? With this one, um, it was kind of a toss up between Insectoid Housewife and uh, Disjointed Viscera. Okay, <laughs> mainly because like with the Disjointed Viscera, it's a Shoggoth. Oh my mm-hmm. God, yes. <laughs> um, and with the the I don't know the, I don't know I think the uh, insect housewife like had a I don't know like I liked her I liked their personalities yeah um but yeah with the uh, I think I think with just joining viscera uh, with the night um, night children uh, night children I think her monstrous uh, abilities would be able to like hold them back while I'd be running basically uh-huh. I had that middle image as well at some point okay, yeah. she's not my she's not my pick but yeah I did imagine she yeah. was a candidate. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of them that would be, but yeah, I, like where honestly, you're almost the spot of like closing on, you're like, get them, boy, and they shoot. <laughs> exactly, it's like it's flesh like, scorpions. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, and again, like me being a cultist and like loving, like, like I like my fandom for Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, I, I keep thinking of her her battle mode as like uh, a non kiteness version of the fuck. We went to War the Bugs, um, Starship Troopers. Oh, the more of like okay, pincher face God. ones, yeah, yeah, I, I, like I that, but like, bones. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm also seeing kind of like some of the uh, the monsters out of um, Resident Evil. Yeah, like the ones that like their torsos open up and swallow you, kind exactly, of ones. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like it just kind of like I don't know. I get a like serious Shoggoth vibe from her, so okay. Yeah, so um, she'd mostly be your backup and extra set of too many eyes to uh, yeah. get you through. Basically, how would your um, life be with uh, just default I, default choice with, with these games? I think uh, you, you, no girlfriend, you're not you're not committed. Um, yeah, what would yeah what, what would your life be like with just sort of viscera afterward? I basically try to make it work. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, um, no, I heard that. Um, <laughs> it would be. I think like I don't know. It's like it'd be interesting. Um, like maybe just trying to help her be more human. Like yeah. I think this. Well, she she knows what food is and all that. How would you start? What would you show her about the world? I'd probably show her movies, <laughs> <laughs> like The Thing, or <laughs> or uh, like yeah. <laughs> Where she laughs most of it, and then she's like, "Oh no, <laughs> they oh, kill it." <laughs> oh no! 
It's like, yeah, that's, that happens. <laughs> or, um, yeah, I, I don't know why. It just, I, for some reason, yeah. I think like that would be like that'd be an interesting choice. Yeah, that was definitely a candidate. Yeah, I will say. I was uh, also the, the like, degree I was like, of naivety is cute as well. I will say. Yeah, and I think that's also the thing with the insectoid housewife is like also kind of like the exotic nature of it. Um, yeah, like a monster girl appeals there. Um, yeah, she's the most generically feminine for sure. Yeah. Most openly, like, I agree. Also, I like the caring aspect of it. So, yeah, you like you gonna need that for some of the more horrifying ones. It looks like, yeah, the mentally straining uh, yeah. ones. I remember like trying, like looking at like Night Stalker. I was like, eh, no, <laughs> they got too. That, that that's almost like kind of like th- there's <clears> real <throat> things like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that one when I get my pick. But uh, okay, um, yeah, was your... definitely, yeah. definitely uh, citing more to destroy viscera, but like. Um, insectoid mother, or insectoid mother, <laughs> insectoid uh, housewife is definitely a uh, second tier. Yeah. Second, yeah, yeah. Uh, Viscera seemed like the most diverse. I thought, like she's not going to be a real handicap in most of these. Yeah, that was also what I was thinking. Like tactically, mm-hmm. yeah, she doesn't have a lot of meta powers, but yeah, she's she kind of utility, whatever you need physically, mm-hmm. um, so to speak. But. Um, I, despite what I was saying about fuck no forever about the bug one, because I have a degree in arachnophobia, I think, or I see a spider, I have to kill it. Like, yeah, I think um, I've heard you say that in a couple of your, a couple yeah, of the uh, games. I hate them more like, than I fear oh. them. Like, yeah. I, I, if I, I've said before, I leave their corpses on the walls to scare off them, warn the others. Like, You're right. Uh, but despite that, uh, the Tropic Scorpion. Really? Uh, yeah, her personality is not worth bearing. Um, to to the, the afterlife thing, despite being like up at weird hours, is she's she'll, she'll throw out. She'll just be cool for whatever. Um, and also because I'm basing my dream in one that's entirely dark or increasingly dark, and she can see in all uh, degrees of light. So yeah. she could be like that way, that way, and she can just like muscle up if need be to hold off a few seconds. Um, my slight addendum to it. She's my first pick in blind pick, general. If I kind of get, like, a lineup of them, it's going to depend a lot on the scuddly legs, on lower bits, if she's, like... Full, like, centaur, kind of? Or yeah, like, yeah, scorp- centaur. yeah, um, drider, I think they're called in the... Yeah, drider, yeah, drider. I think she, if she's full drider, because we see kind of the, the portrait style of her, but and she's mostly human face on a bug body with bug hands, but, uh... Not in a sex way, but if that's the thing, if that creeps me out of just, like, little scampery legs, like, I'd get yeah. over it if I had to pick blind, but it unsettles me a lot. Um, yeah. it, 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 on the plus side, though, she doesn't have the fucked up spider face, which is what really gets me every time with the weird mandible things, the weird butt faces. Oh, yeah. Oh, with the, um, with scorpions or... All arachnids. Them, arachnids in general, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, they all have, basically, yeah, basically all kind of crustaceans and insects, yeah. Yeah, because recently, so they have the more big spike things, but yeah, um, as backups, uh, let's see, if she did, Night Stalker, I think was my next one. Uh, okay. She's large picture, harmless, she's creepy, but she's very, she's, she's genuine about it, but uh, also, yeah, she's get the fuck out power. It's like, that's what you need in those. Move fast, move quiet, lose the fuckers. Yeah, especially in uh, Night Children. Mm-hmm. Um, 
She's kind of a draw as my second draft with Leviathan Spawn, though. Like, mm-hmm. send her out, fuck him up. It's, it's, a, it's a very valid option to me. But um, she's also just be like, come on, this way, go, go, go. And uh, yeah, Leviathan was like, I think my third, only because mm-hmm. like I like the, I don't mind the tomboy angle, but yeah. I I don't like also like the fact that like she's super confrontational. Like and that, she could, she's above so, you, yeah, she's yeah that would get quarter that, god or like, whatever. But um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What about also the the water thing would be kind of weird to live with afterwards. But mostly, I'm unclear with how strong she's supposed to be. Yeah, she actually like like does she have like strength to uh to like uh, uh it's no, obviously obvious evangelical water and she can put up a fight on land, which I assume that means she's about as strong as one of the monsters. Which eh like. Yeah, like I mean, uh, obviously you can't like, punch your way through most of these. She knows but... her way around. Like she knows her way around to fight, obviously. But... Yeah, I, I assume she's like a very strong person, but yeah, uh, anime protagonist level. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Viscera's naivety and everything were cool with me. Um, well, Mike, my other question actually for like mm-hmm. uh, is what would you be your least favorite <laughs> or your least like the choice that like no absolutely uh, yeah not. doomsday was uh, the sign of death it's not worth it in most ways yeah she's not doing yeah. a whole lot unless you start hurting yourself or uh, like I guess you get the st- if if you want a stalker crush go with the stalker but yeah that, that, like honestly with me it would be sign of death. Like no. right at the very like the back, mm-hmm. just because I mean like, yeah, I mean she it's, it's she's got cool powers and stuff of like that, and like she, but like even as a cultist, I cannot <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I was waiting no, to see no. where the cultist angle go with this one, but um, yeah, no, it's like sacrificing, yes, blood sacrifice. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. The main the thing I thought with her was if when she gets out, she wants to rule the world, and you just with you at her side, maybe like maybe acceptable, yeah. but. And it's a toss-up between her and actually the wifeish uh, urchin because it's like no, no. I mean, just like don't be creepy about it. Just, just like yeah, you know, that, be that, cool. That's legit, like, Pat the yeah, kid that, on the head, like yeah, no, that, that's legit. Like it's like if, if if there's no like weird like thing about it, like I'd help her out. I mean, even sure. like even a scorpion, like, I'm not committed to doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> not just because of anatomy reasons, but because like maybe she's a bro, like. Yeah, we have wacky monster adventures with her in the real world, but yeah, I think I remember you. Yeah, you were saying uh, earlier, like earlier that uh, like, yeah, this is I not for sex thing. This, <laughs> this is getting yeah, out. Yeah. Like, yeah, not not sex thing or anything like that. But like, I could see these. Like, this would be like an interesting like um, thing to like kind of mine for like monster and other childish things games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, very persona ish to various degrees. Yeah, yeah, making like, was kind of monster angry. friends. <laughs> Medicaid was helpful, but not really as committal to either direction as... Yeah, Medicaid was, like, kind of the no- most normal one, really. Yeah. Like, out of them all, like... Uh, yeah, she wards off evil. Yeah, your belief magic helps her out more. She can repel things. Uh, very yeah, wise, the world, yeah. Like, the, the world she, like, apparently, like, travels around seems like... I don't know, I, I keep thinking of, like, Mad Max. <laughs> like, she's just traveling around this, like, wasteland of, like, plague. Yeah, I could see that. I didn't really think about her world very much. Kind of said, like, it's weird and spooky, so I thought it'd be, like, 
she's like dimension jumping basically. But yeah, no, I I, I, I kind of like got the impression that it was like uh, she's in an alternate Earth that is just plague ridden apocalypse. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like um, I guess yeah. So I guess that's that's the. Uh, the end of that. <laughs> Actually, the obscure landlord. Um, powers were useful. Like I considered her briefly, yeah. but her her kind of being cool with you staying there didn't sell yeah, me any. Kind of, it, it, yeah, it's kind of a, a defeats the purpose. Yeah, and she's kind of like detached in a loop with you a little bit. She actually doesn't care about you. Uh, like helps you in secret kind of crap. Yeah, which eh, I never got on the Sundari ship at all. Yeah, same. Uh, so yeah, my my worst tier is the death scion and the bug memories. Yeah, those are the deal breakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think that was all my notes. That's where. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, an interesting uh, thing, and also like narratively, what like like as a narrative, like it. It's something we haven't really touched on, but I, I, it almost kind of like th- this kind of thing, not like just the the story itself, but like the uh, the way it's done, like the, the choose your nightmare yeah. and choose your nightmare waifu, uh, is almost like um, kind of bordering, almost like it's treated almost like a a, a ritual creepypasta, but not like a, um, a seriously like some of them ha- I, I think are done. <laughs> like it's more like oh, like I'm doing this for funsies. Um, because I like night, because uh, I because like, I think uh, I think waifus uh, uh, like I like scary waifus or something. I don't know. Um, so when you say like, ritual posse, you mean like uh, like eleven uh, the the one we did a while back uh, called Eleven Miles, where um, it's kind of a procedural like on like how to how to make your your uh, wildest wish come true by going to finding this road that's eleven miles and one kilometer, um, <laughs> and. Um, if you pass through like the eleven miles, you will uh, your 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 wish will come true, kind of thing. Or like, there's one um, Matt from Drunk and the Ugly sent oh. me uh, a like way back when called uh, the Three Kings ritual, and it was literally a creepy pasta, but it, or it was a creepy pasta, but it was a it was one that basically told you how to do, basically how to summon demons. Okay, so it's, it's kind of a like, mix of a Charlie Charlie kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like it's like. It's if if like, like creep pastas that are like ritual pastas, they fall under that like thing where it's like they kind of give you a narrative while also being like uh, instructions to do something. A, a meta game to a degree. Um, yeah, and that, like it kind of sounds like this, but it also this one's more or less like choose your own adventure kind of thing or choose your own nightmare. Hmm. So, and it's it's something that we don't haven't really done on the show. So, and it is obviously kind of a part of creepy pasta. Um, or internet creepy culture. Yeah, and, and you so. guys have done video stuff before. You've never done like games or anything to any particular level, have you? Uh, we've done not games yet. Um, we've done uh, that Piero Pito uh, um, uh, username six 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 stuff that uh, mm-hmm. Matt showed me. Uh, Matt from Drunk of the Ugly showed me. Um, We've done like stuff like that, like creepy videos that are like creepy pastas, technically. Yeah, meta, like they... meta channel stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, but we've uh, yeah we've never done. I don't think we've done video games yet. Like I know there's yeah. a couple actually that have come out. Like there's that. Um, uh, now it's the memory. It's gone. Uh, it's um, 
there was that like a, ser- a, a mini series that came out of the Slenderman ones or something. Oh yeah, yeah the Slenderman, like Slender the the Eight Pages and Slender the Arrival, and um, there's a ton of like creepypasta ones that like knockoff ones like Jeff the Killer, which is just basically <laughs> his his image just appears like it's not even like a model of him. It's a box that has his image on it that just pops up. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Um, or there's one actually that's um, uh, I'm not scared or something like that. That I think actually the Drunk and the Ugly did on their chant their YouTube channel. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm scared dot whatever yeah, exe yeah. yeah yeah exactly I'm scared dot exe. Um, there's a bunch of ones and there and even some like the uh, those like RPG maker ones that people make that end up like going viral or I guess even like Undertale kind of to a degree. Yeah, yeah, I can see that kind of almost falling in there, depending where you go with it. Yeah, but um, okay, where was I going with this? <laughs> I think we're wrapping mostly. Like, uh, yeah, I think we're busy just wrapping up. Um, hmm. Yeah, so yeah, basically, like I, I, I was also intrigued by this part because like it was a different type of thing that we haven't really done on the show. So, hmm. and it is, it is, it falls under creepy um, in multiple senses of that word. So yeah, I think I was trying to get to like. Have you heard of Nightmare Wife? Who was while I said like we should do the SP thing. Like okay, and you're kind of like not a lot of meat on this one, huh? I'm like no, not really. And then I have to be looking up and wondering like, does he know what this is yet? And like I don't want to send him like a genuinely creepy thread. And I googled like this image I could throw at you, and I'm like oh wait, cool. And, uh, yeah, and I mean it also kind of ties. I mean Nightmare Wife kind of ties into that SCP, so. Yeah, tangentially, it, like concept-wise. Yeah, I vaguely understand your human instincts, so I'm making this to help you. Yeah, enjoy your dragon maids. Yeah. Um, oh all right, shit! So this actual show, but yeah. Um, oh really? Yeah, dragon maid. Yeah, uh, Kobayashi something. Okay, Very I knew recent. about dragon half, but I didn't know about dragon maids. Yeah, um, I think a woman gets drunk and help like helps out, like gives a girl a dollar kind of thing, and. Uh, the next day, a full-sized dragon appears at her door and then turns into a kawaii maid that is her servant uh, for life for gratitude. It's, so it's... It, I think they're playing uh, it, like... It's a serious trope. Like, because, like, that's, like, oh my goddess. I think they're playing it straight, though. So, like, they're aware of the trope. And she does, like, horrible things and destroys the entire house and setting it on fire with her dragon breath kind of level. Stupid wow. clumsiness, kawaii-ness. And... <laughs> The other like dragon gods like Leviathan and stuff that's showing up and being wacky characters. Which shit you wow. Um I, I, I meant to bring up my I almost forgot there's one this you know, you know the Lovecraft one, right? Uh yes. The the love, the elder things oh, are Kawaii they're, girls. They're, like Niar Nia, Niari Chan. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like the, the te- yeah, they look like they look like girls, they, they imply they are actually temple horrors that Show the turn yeah. little girls. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I, I've. I think RPPR showed me that one, and then I uh, like they mentioned it, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, because it's like Nyarlathotep is a uh, little kawaii like uh, girl that's like, um, it, it's it's not quite um like it's not quite a harem anime, but it's like this guy is basically <clears throat> Nyarlathotep's like hanging out with him, and then so is like King in Yellow, but the King in Yellow is like a boyish girl. Mm-hmm. Um, in a in a hood, and like Cthulhu, I think is one, or or like Cthulhu's like sister or daughter or brother, um, 
one of one of the one of the Cthulhu family, I think, is a character as well. And like the reason why um, like Lovecraftian gods and stuff like that show up to Earth is because they like our porn or tentacle porn and stuff. Yeah, that uh, sounds mostly right. <laughs> and, and, I, like, it was I'm, not saying, kind of I'm not saying it's with a shot, but no, yeah, I'm saying it exists. Uh, you deserve to know. <laughs> To yeah, be for, mad about. <laughs> um, and I remember, like, actually, one of the things that like made me laugh about it was that uh, they actually use um, the Cthulhu Call of Cthulhu RPG um, sanity meter <laughs> to describe san like insanity blasting, or like like how like human minds would be crumbled from their actual like visages. Yeah, I think there's some kind of magical girl element going on too. I forget, but yeah, I I still need to watch that one. But yeah, I've I've heard a lot about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that basically wraps up this episode. I <laughs> like think, yeah. SCP and uh, SCP, where it's a strip club from another from Beyond Time and Space, and Nightmare Waifus. Yep. Um, living so, your horrible, horrible dream. Yeah, living. Yeah, exactly. And then getting <laughs> to spend the rest of your life with it, regardless. Um. So yeah. Um. Before we uh, end completely, uh, Greg, do you want anything to plug? Uh, yeah, we got, um, let's see, I guess I have to do, uh, Anime Daydream with my fiance. uh, we make up animes two minutes before the show, and then discuss it really quickly and improv it, um, could Google it pretty easily, but we've got, uh, uh, around SoundCloud at Anime Daydream's podcasts, yeah, Anime Daydream's podcast at, and Facebook.com slash... Yes, on YouTube, right? Yes, but it's also just, like, gibberish numbers because we don't have a real channel yet. Oh, that's fair, yeah. Um, we're still, like, a month into this, maybe. But, um, yeah, Anime Daydreams on Facebook. I have all the links there. But, also, again, Googling it, YouTubing, searching, we'll, we'll find it. It's half improv. And if you don't watch anime, it's I, I something stupid, then we run with it. It's entertaining. Yeah. I've already quoted a couple of things on it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're, 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 you're becoming the me of... Drunk and ugly, and I'm trying to pay it back to you guys more often. Nice. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, like, also, we had, like, for the drunk, on um, the Drunk of the Uglies uh, community uh, mm-hmm. actual play games, you do a, a, I think you're, like, 96% of the, uh, of the actual play uh, episodes that are I on haven't that. in, like, months, but yeah, I still, I have still the bulk of it. Uh, you're in a couple of campaigns, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple, actually, uh, yeah, at least three or four, but, um, hmm. yeah, I mean, and those are, like, entertaining, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm working with a drug to get a book going, but nothing yet. Yeah, no, 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 plug that, man, like, um, you are going to be having that, uh, I mean, maybe not, yeah, because I think they're plugging it now, too, with, um, like, yeah, yeah they, they tested it once, they're, they're good for play testers, um. I guess he's cool with me. Get out the email or drunkenugly at gmail.com. But, uh, are they drunkenugly at gmail.com? Because I heard that episode today where he mentioned it um, from you. But, uh, yeah, uh, Goblin, G O B B L I N apostrophe. Um, goblins end up in a post apocalypse Earth and are delighted because like no one's there to tell them what to do anymore and they can learn what guns are and then deal with the horrible mutants and. Things that are left behind. 
Yeah, it is a very fun game. <laughs> like, uh, it, it it's wacky. Like, and it's yeah, intentionally yeah. lighthearted, and like you you don't take it seriously. Yeah, you were t- we're getting into the uh, the playtesting still, which we haven't gotten to get much into the hard rules as far as balance stuff like that. But it works, and everyone's always gets in the spirit of being exactly as stupid as it needs to be very quickly. Uh, yeah, Chuck's <laughs> trying to push the play the the. the uh, tagline of uh if you're playing it straight you're doing it wrong yeah <laughs> yeah i've heard that on a couple of their um their podcasts and uh <laughs> when they were talking about it uh rpr david said he's never laughed as hard at it in years and has rpg session yeah you're definitely doing it right when that happens yeah the spirit's there and that's what i'm after which so there's probably gonna be some chipping at the rules but yeah, well, that's yeah, what playtesting's for, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm pleased with it, though. Should be great. We'll Kickstarter that in, like, a month or so, I think, you're talking? Oh, jeez, already? <laughs> I mean, once the playtesting was back, we kind of re-edit oh, things yeah, again? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think this... Yeah, because I'm... Actually, we... Well, I'm going to try I'm gonna try and get it with my live group uh, to playtest it before October, I think, was my deadline. <laughs> did you so, uh, get the package yet? I think you oh, did, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. You got the, uh, the test links, that's right. Yeah. The test quests. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and probably actually by the time this um, this episode airs, uh, the Drunk and the Ugly podcast will have a playtest of it on their website, so you can check it out there. Um, Lisa, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt was saying that he was saying Monday, yeah, because he sent me the recording, and we both keep laughing at it so hard, and everyone's like, "I want to hear, I want to hear." <laughs> yeah, basically, just like <laughs> so people doing push-ups in the background. Yeah, I heard like there's like. Well, I mean, they were in a uh, a room at Gen Con, so yeah, with, were just with Ross Payton doing a manliest contest behind. <laughs> nice. All right, but um, so uh, anything else? So, so Goblin, um, you guys do Anime Daydream. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also check out Ron Clock's uh, actual play games at yeah. the Ugly's co- uh, community site or community AP site. Um, and then, I guess, for El Dente Rigamortis... If you yeah. found this, you've probably found that stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, also, creep bosses are stories told around the internet. <laughs> really? <laughs> which are not... Which, yeah, we shouldn't cut this episode, but thought remind everybody, which none of these were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the SCP, they, they count, right? I guess, I guess they're not stories. <laughs> I mean, the, my tagline is... Half of them are um, creepy. <laughs> My, my tagline is, we discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. And I mean, like... I can't this one had a story. Creepypasta are scary internet stories that get copied and pasted. Much like this has probably been copied and pasted across, uh, like, the uh, different threads on Reddit or Imager or uh, 4chan. So, mm-hmm. it, it works. Tangentially. Um, yeah, you can leave, a, leave us a suggestion for anything else. Um... Uh, at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com that's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com um, and yeah, basically you can, heck, if you, it's an, if you find another scary one of these or of these uh, choose your own nightmare or own terror things <laughs> uh, or a creepypasta that you want to discuss or an SCP entry, preferably a story also uh, to our patrons thank you for all the uh, uh, for the patronage and for the um, uh, just helping us keep the, the lights on. You're uh, welcome. And, yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm one. 
for those of you who haven't become a patron, um, you can or are interested, check it out at Patreon, uh, Al Dente Rigor Mortis. Uh, choose the backer tier. We're going to try and uh, get some more content out in the next couple of months. Um, I know my other hosts are planning on are, are recording some uh, more content for it. Uh, $2 tier, you get um, behind-the-scenes content and a special Patreon-specific spe- episodes. Um, $5 tier, you get early access and possibly some more in the in the coming future. Um, and yeah, just whatever uh, floats your boat for patronizing us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg, you sure you don't want to uh, put in your Patreon? No. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, it's yeah, not so horrible, is... but <laughs> it's a different genre entirely. Fair enough. Um, and yeah, so that has been uh, this week's episode of Voluntary Remorse. Uh, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Greg. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. May all of your anime days be dreams. Theme song to sing. <laughs> Which ours? Oh, yeah. yeah, I was trying to do your, yeah. like, your campfire story music there at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those lyrics are terrible. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Honestly, I like really liked how uh, like Sean did yours. Like, goddamn. Oh yeah, like I was I fucking love that tight that that intro. Fucking that dude, yeah. So to speak. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start fucking comma now. that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grover Nazism. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop recording now. That's fair. Uh, let's see.